Hello, and thank you for joining us on the Stay Healthy Knoxville podcast, brought to you by Simply Physio, aimed at helping you live an enjoyable, fit, and healthy life in and around our community of Knoxville, Tennessee. And now, here is your host, Dr. John Mark Chesney. Welcome to the Stay Healthy Knoxville podcast. I am not John Mark. I am Chris Hill. I'm actually John Mark's producer on the Stay Healthy Knoxville podcast. And today I have the pleasure of introducing John Mark, who specializes in back pain, neck pain, and headaches. He's a doctor of physical therapy, orthopedic certified specialist, and certified dry kneading specialist. He's also the owner and founder of Simply Physio. He grew up here in Knoxville, Tennessee. He's a graduate of Clemson University, and he received his physical therapy degree from the University of Tennessee at Chattanooga. He completed a residency focused on orthopedics and manual therapy and has treated thousands of people suffering from neck pain, back pain, and headaches over the years. He has completed extensive training on the most effective research-supported hands-on treatments and healing movements that can give relief fast to the people who suffer from low back pain, neck pain, and headaches. John Mark, welcome to the show. Well, thank you, Chris. So, yeah, Chris has been with us in the Stay Healthy Knoxville every step on the way. You guys may have, um, listeners have heard his voice um, as um, some of the the mid part and the beginning part of the intro and the outro. So we're doing something a little bit different today. We've uh, been recording podcasts, what, for a little over a year, Chris? Yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, over a year now. It's a little, um, yeah, crazy. This will be, I believe, episode um, 16 or 17. I'm losing counts. But um <laughs> But yeah, so we thought we'd do something a little different. So Chris is going to be interviewing me um, as far as um, talking about um, first back pain. Yeah. So with back pain, this is something I'm, I'm excited to talk about if you can be excited about pain, because it's something that I struggle with even to this day. I've been to chiropractors over the years to try and get it fixed. I've, um, you know, I've tried to do all the adjustments. I've even gotten injections and like the bursa sacs. And, I, and I've had a lot of pain over the years. Most recently, um, it's actually funny, we're recording today. I, as you can imagine, doing podcast work, have to do audio editing and have to spend a lot of time in front of my computer don't always have the ability to stand the way I would like to. And so I end up in a situation a lot of times where I have to, you know, sit for extended periods of time and that aggravates my lower back. And so as we're talking today, I actually went out and got a new office chair, you know, from a professional office supply company in town because um, I'm just so tired of, you know, having to have the back pain that I do. And I know that when I've worked in other office environments, I've not had the same back pain because they've got better chairs than one I have at home. And so, you know, I'm trying to take steps to take care of myself. I'm trying to stay active. And I know when I work out more, it helps. But, you know, back pain is something I struggle with today. So really, really curious to know, like, what am I doing wrong? Sure. What can I do better? And, and you know, what are some, you know, common myths and misconceptions, you know, that people have about back pain and, and how can you help them with that? Yeah. Well, you know, first of all, you're not alone. <laughs> That's good to know. We hear, you know, versions of your story, you know, daily um, Mm. as far as, you know, somebody that reaches out to us, hears about us. And, um, you know, they've they list kind of a laundry list of like, hey, I've tried this. 
you know, I've tried some massage therapy, I've tried chiropractic care, you know, maybe they've had a consult with a, you know, a doctor, a back pain, you know, specialist. And, um, and then maybe they've gotten some relief along the way here and there, but it seems to just keep coming back. And um, mm. that can, that happens all the time. And, you know, we love, you know, hearing, um, you know, everybody's story is a little bit different, you know, as far as their experience. But there's common um, frustrations that we find as far as, you know, back pain that just continues to limit, you know, what somebody can do. Ultimately limiting who, you know, they're created to be. Mm. Uh, when when your back's going out on you, when it's, um, you know, you're dealing with a muscle spasm, when you can't sit, you know, like you said, you're having, you know, trouble sitting, maybe it's somebody else's, um, you know, they, they have um, trouble holding, you know, a grandchild or, um, right. you know, they're worrying about, you know, going on vacation and traveling in the car, whatever it is, it, it can really mess with somebody and really make somebody have to be a version of themselves that they really um, don't have to be. So you mentioned as, as far as certain myths, right, that people um, hear or misconceptions um, about somebody's back. I'd love to hear, Chris, um, kind of what you, how you view your spine hmm. or, or maybe what what have you been told about your back um, from well-intended, I'm sure, health professionals or maybe right. friends or family members. Um, I'd love to hear what you've heard. So take that a couple different directions. Um, you know, from the doctor, they, you know, from the chiropractor, they actually have me do x-rays and things like that. So I have actually seen where my back is, you know, misaligned and things like that in the past. And they've said, well, we need to do, you know, adjustments on you and you need to come in and get these shots and all this stuff to help align your back back in alignment. It was so funny to me because um, right before I got another knee injury or my knee injury, which um, is not the focus of this. Maybe that's another series we'll do later. Sure. Um, we could just do how is Chris falling apart <laughs> and have that as a series at some point. But um, but basically, you know, with with me, I had I had this serious back pain and, um, you know, they were fixing me right before my trip to back in May. I was flying out to Colorado and they had adjusted me and still had serious pain. I thought I was close to being done on adjustments and Lo and behold, I got some serious back pain that laid me out for some of that trip. But with that, like, you know, the thing I've been told is, you know, just do the adjustments, do exercise. The one thing I will say, you know, the chiropractor did tell me to do was to exercise and to try and they, they required us to stay and actually do fitness exercises while we were there. So I appreciated that. But with that too, like, you know, there's also, you mentioned family. So my wife is a big proponent of going to a chiropractor because she's been a teacher for years and getting adjustments, help her stay feeling good. And so, um, you know, she has always said, well, you still need to go to the chiropractor, even if you do go to therapy and learn how to better take care of it. Cause you know, that, that adjustment helps too. So those, those are the things that I've heard most often. Um, you know, I've had people try to like, you know, pull my back and things like that. Not in recent times since I've been seeing doctors and stuff, but you know, people like drop, you know, like hold me on their back and crack on my back and stuff. I'm sure that probably contributed in some way to this mess too. I have some great friends that are chiropractors. I really respect, you know, their field and what they do and they help, 
um, a ton of people, you know, that's why they, why they're around and, um, and chiropractors, even from one office to the next, you know, can function very differently. Mm-hmm. And so like if somebody's, um, in the same way in PT too, and you know, we've had well, a lot of our clients have tried, um, chiropractic care or tried even physical therapy. And just because they have, doesn't mean that, um, that all chiropractic care is, um, has, has failed them or there's, mm. there's not an option out or the same thing in PT that just because somebody's tried PT doesn't mean that, um, that PT isn't the solution. Mm. So what I find, you know, when I hear a story like yours of, um, you know, you probably get some relief from adjustments, right? Right. Yeah. And most people do. And there's a lot of research that shows, um, relief with adjustments. Um, same thing with massage, like people will get massage and who doesn't feel better after getting a massage. Right. (laughs) But the story that we hear is it lasts maybe a day or two and then it's pretty much back to where it was before. Hmm. And, um, and then I can go in and get another massage. It feels good, you know, for 24, 48 hours, or maybe the adjustment does the same thing. And if it's coming back real quick, um, it tells me that there's there's something missing, hmm. and you know where, you know, talking about the myths that people believe. You know, one of the you know key myths is where treatment is focused in on um, only the painful area, and um, you know, a chiropractor will use um, an X-ray for um, kind of their diagnostic, and you know, what I find and what I use instead of an x-ray is like movements, watching somebody move is my x-ray mm. because that's, that's how life happens. Like somebody needs to be able to get in and out of the car. They need to be able to load the dishwasher. They mm-hmm. need to be able to get, in, you know, bend over the crib and pick up a, you know, a grandchild or a child, um, to, you know, go to an exercise class. They need to put it all together in movement. And so, we use movement as our x-ray and what that what that helps us find is the areas that aren't moving well and that's really the, the what i find is the missing link uh, with many cases is you know with somebody's back pain you know they think you know, I'm, I'm sure doing you know what i could, could do doing soft tissue work joint work adjustment work on their back it'll probably help too but again if they have like i find oftentimes even the big toe like they can have some stiffness in the big toe hmm. they don't even realize and so it changes the way they walk changes the way they they move and um, changes create compensations compensations put the strain on the back and so now the back keeps going out keeps um, getting this tightness this tension because of something maybe even down in the foot Um, but we don't know that until you know what I tell people is we got to zoom out first before we zoom in and just assume this is all the back most of the time, especially if it's been going on um, for more than a few weeks, there's usually something else that's missing um, that has to be found. And if it's not, then what's, you know, the story that people that I hear is like it helps for a bit, um, but then it comes back. It returns. Um, it keeps, you know, keep having these episodes Yeah, because there's something there that hasn't been discovered, hasn't been linked, hasn't been pieced together. You know, another myth or misconception is, um, you know, what we find on diagnostic tests is um, there's been a lot of research looking at like an MRI and basically the older you get, the more you're going to find stuff. <laughs> it's kind of like I can see on the outside you're getting older, right? Whether mm. it be some wrinkles or some gray hair. Just because there's some wrinkles or gray hair doesn't mean that something's wrong. Um, in the same way as when we look at an MRI or X-ray, 
like there's going to be signs that's, you know, on the inside, there's some age, but again, that doesn't mean that, um, sort of there's something that's wrong either. Um, and it can, um, you know, what I find too, is when somebody has been labeled with maybe a herniated disc or degenerative disc disease, um, or arthritis, that the labeling that um, that goes into effect, and again, it's it's not intentional, um, but it but it happens. It's only just second nature. Is like then somebody starts viewing their spine as um, this weakened state, this weakened vessel, and you go to bend and you feel a pressure, and all of a sudden you're just imagining this disc about to slip out. <laughs> Right. Yeah. And you can imagine if that's like if that's like the the image going on in your brain, that um, if then it's going to produce this response that's even greater as far as this protective response um, of the muscles clenching down because of how tightly woven we are connected and how it all pieces together. Uh, that um, the system that God really made us is is just um, it's just amazing. But images um, or labeling can actually affect a physical symptom of pain and mm. muscle spasm, muscle guarding because of this sense of there needing to be some protection. Those are, again, common um, myths and oftentimes uh, misconceptions that people hear from even the medical profession uh, professionals. And again, they're well-to-do um, and they're with good intentions, um, but a lot of people don't recognize um, the harmful effects that that can happen. Once, you know, uh, so often people, you know, they get an MRI um, and then they get labeled with this and they're, they're frankly just one step closer to surgery hmm. once they've been labeled as damaged. Um, and hmm. some people can, that can be hard to overcome. And the beginning part of, you know, working with them is helping them see is like, no, your, your spine is strong. Like it's, it's made, like, if you really understand, like, like it's not this, this weebly wobbly thing that's about to slip out every you know second. If you move the wrong way, it's, it's really a strong thing. We just have to tap into that strength and help you to, you know, recognize it and feel the strength that it's, it's really made to be. You know, arthritis is another misconception. Most of my clients have some degree of arthritis and, you know, the conception is just because I have arthritis, you know, I, I can't, I can't change the arthritis, but even though I can't change it, like people get better. It's because um, that's not the limiting factor. There's, there's so much that can be done to improve the movement, to take away strain from a joint so that, um, you know, some arthritis around a joint um, may still be there, but it doesn't present itself as pain. It doesn't come out um, where it restricts them when we're able to improve the movement around that joint. So, you know, another misconception we hear is just, you know, I need some more time. Um, you, you know, I just need to wait a little bit, a little bit longer. And you start talking with people. It's like, well, how long have you waited? How long has this been going on for? Um, it's unlikely, you know, if after somebody's had a pain for, you know, three or four weeks, if it's not gotten better by then, it's unlikely that time by itself will be the magic piece to create healing. Usually there's some other barrier that needs to be unlocked um, and um, to be removed to allow the body to do what it's designed to do is, as far as getting back to healing. You know, I really encourage people to explore different options. Um, I've, um, you know, I've had clients that, um, you know, I've been working with and I'm like, man, you know, I, I really think that you need to, you know, see work with this chiropractor 
even for a bit because they have a skill set and I'm seeing that you need, um, you know, something that I, that's different than what I provide and matching somebody's pain and their injury with that, the, the right provider, um, can, can be a world of difference. And I have, um, I treat a number of chiropractors. I'm thinking off the top of my head, um, past year I've treated three different chiropractors, treated a chiropractor's wife and another chiropractor's son. And these are amazing chiropractors um, and they do amazing work, but they also recognize that, you know, sometimes their skill set um, isn't, doesn't quite match with somebody else's needs. And, um, and so, you know, I'm, I love being connected with a community where, you know, we realize that we can't be a savior for everybody. But um, even if somebody has had failed treatment before, um, that, you know, the way I look at it is they're one step closer to finding the right solution um, by um, continuing um, to kind of get up and, and, um, and work and, and explore other options. Um, so I love to tell um, just a story of a client that I think many people will identify with and just the journey they went on. And. This client, her name's um, Charity. Um, she um, has three kids. Um, she struggled with back pain for five years when she reached out to me. Her pain would flare up from time to time. Um, it was always coupled with uh, muscle spasms and oftentimes would leave her in bed for days. Um, and it would make it difficult for her to walk, sometimes even use the restroom, um, be with her family when the muscle spasm was would hit. It would just um, completely wreck you know, that family time. The spasms would oftentimes last for days um, and even the residual pain could last for months. You know, this created just an environment where she wasn't free to go hiking. She wasn't free to go play golf. You know, she was limited with um, being able to do yard work, uh, to do even just her regular work, um, to be with her kids, her children, and just interact. And she had just this overriding fear that, um, you know, that if she did try, that's going to hurt her back. And so she, uh, she was very protective when... Um, when she found me uh, and she was also just avoiding many movements out of just that fear of the back pain because when it would hit it would just be you know really incapacitating she um she had tried chiropractic care she'd even seen a specialist um, for the spine and they all really told her the same thing avoid major movements you know take these pain medications come back and see us in a few weeks uh, for some more treatment and, um, the treatment oftentimes and would involve some adjustments, um, a hot pack, some electrical stimulation, you know, it really, it would feel good. Um, but then a few days later it would really wear off. Um, and she wasn't really getting the diagnosis that got to the root of the problem. Um, and so her symptoms never really, um, were put at rest. She came in for um, to visit with me for our initial um, discovery visits. During this time, you know, I really identified some pieces that um, were missing. And one with her in particular was um, her foot and her knee, that she has some wonky stuff going on down there. And so, you know, I pointed this out to Charity and was saying like, hey, listen, um, we got we to gotta work on some of these other things. And, um, and by putting the pieces together, I'm confident that we can help to solve this mystery of back pain that you've been suffering with, you know, for over five years. Um, so she scheduled um, her evaluation and um, <clears throat> within, you know, just a few minutes, we were able to start putting some of the pieces together. And, um, you know, she told me later that immediately she felt like um, she was getting what she needed and, you know, and that it justified even the cost of what she was, you know, paying for. 
um, just where I'm able to work individually with each client and seeing people um, not just stacked right on top of each other just changes the the game in how we can deliver care. So um, so she continued to work. We worked on her arches, worked on her knee, her flexibility, her hamstrings, started really putting um, pieces um, together. And then um, we proceeded on with treatment. Um, she got to a point where she was really doing better and I really had to encourage charity. I was like, hey, listen, you're doing great, but we can't let you go until you start, you really test yourself. Like you gotta put it to the test. And um, so I challenged her um, to go do something over the weekend um, that she would typically be hesitant to do because we have to make sure that she can do these things before I'm confident that she's ready, you know, to get the green light to um, to continue on her own. And so for her, she went and took her kids out bowling and she was a little nervous uh, because last time that she went, uh, she really had trouble with bowling. But she came back after that weekend and she told me it was one of the best days um, as being a mother to do a physical activity with her children without fear of injury. And that's what I like. That's that's what I do. That's why I love working with people um, is to hear those stories of, you know, creating an opportunity for somebody um, to go and experience a day um, and to have it be the best ever because they're not having to um, suffer from the fear or the back pain that they've been dealing with. You know, that's a lot of people's journey um, is, you know, similar. I'm sure, Chris, that you could probably find yourself a little oh, yeah. bit in that story as well. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, I wanted to um, give some people some helpful advice even um, from here. Um, some tips that I find can help to start to get people some relief. So we're going to go into some of... Um, uh, really the five best tips uh, for the back pain. How's that sound, Chris? Sounds great. Let's do it. Uh, so the first one I encourage everybody um, to first think about is like what's going on with your posture. Like you mentioned um, sitting. Yes. You got yes. Um, your pain is more effective sitting. Yeah, for sure. Especially um, long periods of time. Right. Now, everybody's, you know, that's a lot of people notice bending, lifting, sitting pain um, like their back is aggravated. Mm -hmm. Now, there are some that um, this opposite, like more standing, walking. Um, but um, if you fit in the category where you have more pain sitting is, um, you know, the first thing I encourage you to try is you got to work some of the opposite direction. Hmm. So working some backwards bending. Okay. Backwards bending. Yes. Uh, so a cobra would be like if you're um, looking on YouTube, um, is an exercise you're down on your stomach and pressing up with your hands or just standing and bending backwards. It's a movement that most people don't get much of unless they're intentionally doing it. And the more that you're bending for, the more that you're sending, um, sitting, the more you need to work the opposite direction. Hmm. Would that work well with like a, um, a balance ball or something like that as well? Would that be helpful or would that just be a, another hazard to throw into the mix? Right. I would, I would hold off on the balance ball. Okay. Starting okay. off. Let's keep it simple. Okay. Um, and, you know, if um, uh, oftentimes it can be a little stiff, a little sore, uh, but it should loosen up pretty quick. Um, again, I don't know your injury. I don't know your pain. If you were trying some backwards bending and it was just getting worse, then it's it's not something to keep doing. Um, put it at, uh, put it at rest and work on some of these other tips I'm going to give you next. So the next one is um, is what I tell people is motion is lotion. Movement is medicine. Hmm. So we have to explore different movements. And uh, what I find oftentimes is with the hips is um, your hips get really tight. So we got to stretch the hips. Hmm. 
So um, next place, uh, yeah, to look is um, what's going on with your hips. Uh, the third thing is, um, so you spend pretty much all your life in one or two, in one of two conditions or places. Um, so the first one, what would you think it would be? Probably at rest. At rest. Where? How do you rest most of the time? Um, laying down. And on a mattress. On a mattress, yeah. So invest a good mattress. We've done that. Um, the second one, if you're not in bed... Uh, you're going to typically be um, on your feet Mm -hmm. in a pair of shoes, Mm -hmm. right? So the second one is thinking about your foundations is invest in a mattress, um, also invest in a good pair of shoes. Or a mattress for your feet. That's right. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) That's really tip... um, uh, three and four. The fifth tip is um, if these are... If you're finding some relief um, with these but your pain is a little bit more complicated, um, you likely need to see a movement specialist. Mm. Um, so, you know, somebody like myself um, who looks at movement to help to put the pieces together. So pain can be, back pain can be complicated. And um, when it is, you need to have um, a level of intervention that is on level on a level with um, the complicated nature of your condition. And again, if it's been going on for, you know, more than a few weeks, a few months, a few years, I guess telling me it's, it's, it's at a level that is just more complicated. Yeah. And, you know, you're more than welcome to uh, kind of just take the shotgun approach and, you know, hey, I see all this, this exercise, so I'm going to be a good shot. You may find some relief, you know, here and there. But chances are you won't um, be able to put all the pieces together to figure out what that missing length is. And, the, you know, what I find is, you know, the way to do that is you got to look at the full movement system. The, the first step is um, looking at a full head to toe movement examination. So, again, we don't just look at the back, how the back moves. We do look at that. But you have to look at how the whole body moves um, to figure out what's um, what's moving wrong, what's um what needs our attention. And from there, you can start to put together a game plan of addressing those movement barriers. Okay. Um, A huge piece is educating and empowering the client, the individual on what they can do. Because when they know what to do, and I I tell my clients that, hey, you shouldn't have to make any decisions here. Like, I want to make this as simple as possible. It's partly the name is Simply Physio. Like, Mm is let me do the hard work of figuring out what needs to happen, what I need to do, and then show you what you need to do. And then you just have to execute. You just have to follow some directions, right? Okay. Um, and so, you know, the goal is to really educate, empower somebody so they know what to do. Um, the second step is correcting the mobility issues, the, the tight points, the stiff points, um, the th- things that are restricted. We got to get them loosened up with some hands-on intervention so that you have the capacity to move. Once you can move freely, typically pain relief is mostly resolved once um, the mobility is corrected. But that's not where most people want to stop because if you stop there and you don't have a framework of strength and support to support that movement, then you're just kind of one movement, one position, one um, kind of bad situational way of that just coming back. So the third level is getting the right activation, the muscle support, um, retraining how um, the body moves with the right strength and support. The fourth level is um, you got to you got to tailor it to that individual. So um, for Chris, what do you um, what are the things of activities that you like to do? 
Um, well, as I alluded to earlier, I also had, um, had a knee injury. So the activities I want to do, um, include, you know, riding my bike, going hiking. Um, you know, I try to get out to the gym, um, and, uh, love to swim. Sure. So those are, those are kind of my big ones. Right. So, you know, what we would um, find, like our goals would be exactly what you just said. Like, yeah. Hey, what's going to get, bring you value, bring you purpose, um, and, um, and to really give you the opportunity to be able to ride a bike, to be yeah. able to go back and swimming, to be yeah. able to go for a hike. Like, that's why you come in to see me so you can do those things. Like people right. will live with a degree of pain and ultimately I don't do pain relief and I can if somebody wants, yeah. but really what most people want is like, I want to be at a level that I can do these things. I can go mm. ride a bike. I can throw a football. I can... I can go on a trip and 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 be able to go on that hike, that excursion, right? Yeah. So we have to make sure that you have the movement pattern and the flexibility, the the strength and the support to be able to do those tasks. Once you can do those tasks, we know that um, that you're good, you know. And and then from there, you know, the last step is um, things happen. Is so that I want people to leave with a plan to know what to do if things ever return, and to know um, their weak links. Everybody has, you know, some spot that just tends to like if you if you take your tie off of it, it's going to um, it's going to come back. And yeah. so the first step is knowing what that spot is. And then um, once you know that spot, then you can have an understanding of maybe two or three exercises that really benefit you just to regularly do. Yeah. And when you do, you can help keep things at bay. So, yeah, if, uh, you know, if going through those steps, if, you know, Chris, if you or if, you know, somebody else listened to this, if um, if what I'm describing, you know, if it's something that they really haven't experienced or they're, um, you know, they've been disappointed before, what I encourage them is, you know, whether it be me or whether it be another you know provider is uh, to not give up. Um, we recognize that most people have been disappointed and have um, and are just on the fence. And so. With anybody who was interested but wanted to just kind of take a baby step forward, you know, the next step with um, working with us is to reach out to us. And um, we have um, what we call a discovery visit. It's an opportunity for somebody to come in to meet with us, for us to take a look at things, for us to go over, um, you know, to identify where the root of the issue is. Um, to identify what they can be doing, um, what the cost of treatment might be, um, and what it would look like working with us. And uh, that's an opportunity. We, we reserve five or six a month uh, for people that are just on the fence. There's no fee. There's no obligation for the discovery visit. It really, it's a great step. Um, it's kind of like going out to coffee. <laughs> That's awesome. Right. Um, it's just uh, beginning a relationship and seeing if um, if if uh, ultimately if um, if I can help you um, and if I can, you know, I give you an opportunity to um, become one of my clients. Um, if not, then, you know, I find the right fit, you know, for you. So we help everybody, um, whether that's bringing them on as a client or finding them the best option um, to help meet their needs. That's great. And so for people that are interested in that, where can they go to find out, find out more? Can they go online? Sure. Is there a phone have, number? Yeah, we have a request form on the website. It's, um, uh, the website is, uh, simply S I M P L Y P T as in physical therapy.com. Um, so there's a, uh, there's an icon there on the front page, uh, request a discovery visit. Um, Feel free to um, uh, give us a call to, you can text us as well. Uh, phone number is 
Um, if you would like to um, just even email me, maybe you have a question and um, you would um, want to, you know, begin um, with yeah, just an email question. So my email is um, john-mark, uh, J-O-H-N-M-A-R-K at simplypt.com. Okay, great. Well, John Mark, thank you for being my guest on your show today. All right. <laughs> and uh, we'll be back next time when we talk about neck pain. All right. Thanks, Chris. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to the Stay Healthy Knoxville podcast brought to you by Simply Physio. If your pain is preventing you from staying healthy and active and you'd like to avoid surgery, pain medicine, or just want to get back to doing the things you love in and around Knoxville, we offer both a free ebook and free over-the-phone consultation to help you figure out the root cause of your pain and the next best steps for resolving it. Find our ebooks online at simplypt.com health-tips. There you will find ebooks for topics such as neck and shoulder pain, lower back and hip pain, knee pain, and TMJ. These quick-to-read reports will provide you with expert tips, tricks, and exercises to help solve your pain from the comfort of your own home. Just visit simplypt.com health-tips to download your ebook and have it delivered directly to your inbox. We also offer free, no-obligation phone consultations with a doctor of physical therapy to Knoxville area residents. Just call us at 865-351-0615 or visit us at simplypt.com and click the Talk to a PT button on the home page to schedule a call with us. Thanks again for joining us, and we will see you next time on the Stay Healthy Knoxville podcast.